Hi, this is Josh Randall, COO of the Miss America Organization. You're listening to Mel Taylor on AC Primetime Radio. Live from the home of Miss America, it's time to reimagine, redevelop, reinvest, and track the reinvention of Atlantic City. This is AC Primetime Radio with Mel Taylor. He's Josh Randall, Chief Operating Officer of the Miss America Pageant, and both he and CEO Sam Haskell and their devoted team keeping the momentum going 96 years of empowering women. So how does the iconic Miss America keep up and stay fresh and relevant, attracting new and wider audiences in the year 2016, all the while holding on to those classic core values? Well, Atlantic City's Boardwalk Hall is where it all leads up to, and this year it lands on a day that's both joyous and solemn. Well, 2016 is the 15th anniversary of September 11th. We all know and remember where we were on that terrible day. And for the 2017 Miss America competition to take place 15 years later on Sunday the 11th, I think is really going to be an important part of our history. And if you look at Miss America and our 96 years that we've been around, Miss America has always been there when the nation has needed her. It's an electrifying experience to be inside Boardwalk Hall, especially on the final night before the telecast and during the telecast is it's a live event. And I think what's surprising maybe to some, but not to most, is the crowd is very diverse inside Boardwalk Hall. As you mentioned, you know, there are, you know, young girls that have aspirations and dreams there of wanting to be Miss America. You have people in black tie and long gowns. You have people in blue jeans and shirts. Um, but it's not just quote-unquote pageant people that attend. You have people within the Atlantic City community. You have representatives from all 52 state organizations with D.C. and Puerto Rico. A special initiative we started last year to encourage more diversity in the crowd uh, was our Miss America Centennial Club. And as we approach the 100th anniversary, we try to engage some of our top donors across the country to reinvest a little bit in the Atlantic City community. So last year, for every Centennial Club membership we sold, and this is something we continue to do this year, we gave away 100 tickets to the final night of competition to youth from Atlantic City and South Jersey. And last year, we had nearly 1,500 young people from diverse backgrounds in Boardwalk Hall on the final night to witness the crowning firsthand from Miss America. Well, the national competition structure for the Miss America organization is broken into three levels, the local, state, and national. Obviously, the national level is the Miss America competition that you see on television, but every state and D.C. and Puerto Rico have state competitions. Um, Most of those have local competitions that feed into the state. It could be as many as, you know, few as 10 or as many as 50 locals, you know, even more of young women who compete. So they could be Miss Atlantic City to compete for Miss New Jersey, who competes for Miss America. But we have roughly 10,000 young women across the country who compete every year at the local, state, and national levels. So it's from 10,000 all the way down to just one. This is AC Primetime Radio, and my name is Mel Taylor, and we love Miss America in Atlantic City. Two iconic brands going through a rebirth, a reinvention, a rejuvenation. And as always, Miss America is always at the forefront of issues affecting young women. And this year, we're going to see the very first openly gay contestant. She's Erin O'Flaherty, Miss Missouri. You know, Miss America has a unique history over the 96 years. And if you look at 
every major societal change, as we've evolved as a country, Miss America has been there along the way. You know, the 19th Amendment, granting right, women the right to vote, was ratified on August 20th, 1920. Next year, 1921, was the very first annual Miss America competition. So from the very onset of women's suffrage all the way through the civil rights and every other major milestone you can think of in our country, there's been a Miss America there. And especially early on in that history, when before women were welcomed to offer their own opinions, before women were allowed to run for office, before they had a voice in society, Miss America was there talking about issues that matter to young women, talking about issues that affect people from all different walks of life. And I think when you think about this year, and us having our first openly gay contestant. It's just a continuation of that, that spirit of, of encouraging you know, people from all across the country to continue to understand what Miss America is all about. And that's empowering young women to be their true selves. This is AC Primetime Radio. We're talking to the chief operating officer of the Miss America pageant. He's Josh Randall. It's more than just 52 pretty girls on a stage. I think a lot of people too easily dismiss Miss America as a beauty pageant. This is a beautiful young woman. She looks great in a swimsuit. She can't be intelligent. Or, uh, you know, they, they don't necessarily think about us being the largest scholarship provider for young women. But our judges, year and after year after year, are blown away with the intellect of these young women. They're blown away with the community service initiatives. And many of them who are successful in their own right feel like they haven't really accomplished much because of what these young women have done by the time that they're 17, 18, 19, or 24 years old. You know, it's, it's really, I think, quite staggering. But too many people too easily dismiss it for being just a, a pageant. You know, Miss America has to be relevant. She has to be well studied on every issue that faces uh, America. And she needs to have her own opinion on all of these issues. And she needs to articulate it very clearly to the press or to anyone asking. So while the questions can be difficult, the job is, is difficult. And I think that, you know, what you find is that Miss America may not be the best in all categories, but she's second or third in every single category. And the ability for her to be so well-rounded, I think, makes ultimately it an easy decision for the judges. This is AC Primetime Radio. And of course, Miss America is the nation's largest scholarship provider for young women. Uh, we award millions of dollars every year in cash awards and in-kind tuition waivers. And apart from the Miss America competition and all the great things that our partners at Dick Clark bring to the table in terms of the telecast... You will see Miss America on major shows all across in, you know, the country and throughout the year. She's a presenter at the AMAs. She's a presenter at the Golden Globes. She attends all of the shows that Dick Clark helps produce. And so apart from the 10 million people who see Atlantic City in the Miss America competition, they see Miss America throughout the year. And in terms of making our brand relevant and in terms of bringing another spotlight to Atlantic City throughout the year, I think that especially is one of the greatest things that they offer. 